week 275 it's been 84 years <laughs> 84 <laughs> years oh man i think we're both tired we're both really tired yeah uh at least you don't have a caffeine limit that is true i have probably drank more caffeine than i like to admit over the last <laughs> probably the last month six weeks i am uh, topping my coffee up a little bit though <laughs> yeah i i think tired is a good way to describe 2020 yeah um, i think it's a good way to describe the last two weeks yeah and, and you know patience is thin like I, I created a post the first day that we were shut down, and all it said was, be kind. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't, everyone, everyone is going through struggles. Everyone. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're human. <laughs> like, you know, and everyone's human, not just us. I mean, not that we're the problem, but, like, we also have patience limits, you know, and mm-hmm. it's. It's hard to be 100% on point at all times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to give that, like, energy every single moment of the day, is it's hard. It's hard to be on point every single day. And sometimes you're just You're tired. just not. <laughs> and I think that's where, like, mental fucking breakdowns come in. Yep. <laughs> I think you are correct in that. Yeah. But... No, I mean, it, it's just ever since uh, I think the gyms have shut down, it's been an interesting ride. You know, the second time around is definitely way more tiring because, you know, we're trying to do everything more efficiently, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're trying to make sure that instead of the last time where I think myself, I lost close to 65 to 75% of my business. Uh this time I'm trying not to lose 0%. Right. You know, I'm, I'm trying to lose, I'm not trying to lose anything. Like if anything, like I'm trying to gain during all of this, like doing whatever I can to make sure that we're making up for the difference of lost anything. You know, you're not gonna, it's gonna be hard to grow, but at least if you can maintain everything, like that's the number one thing. Yeah, yeah. Learn from your mistakes, but you pay for it in other ways. You absolutely do. Yeah. And uh, I hope, I mean, we'll see what today the numbers look like. Did you find that Instagram account? No, I haven't. Oh, but my I've been, God. A lot of people have been posting funny things about Mr. Cuomo. And uh, he's an interesting character, say, to say the least. It's um, <laughs> Yeah, he's something. It, it's just fascinating. But it's also interesting, like, when you do look, at breakdown of COVID data on the app. And like, I look, I don't know, often enough. Sure. I at least look twice a day once to see if it comes up. And once it comes up, I analyze what that data says. Right. And for me, I saw a trend since the shutdown. So it has like a huge spike one day. Mm -hmm. And then two days later, it goes down a significant amount. Major spike, but not as major as the first one. Right. Back down two days. Major spike, not as big as the first two, and then down two days. Now we'll see if that trend continues because now we're at the second day of going down. We'll see if it goes back up. Right. Like in how much it goes back up. Right. Because practically 
from Thanksgiving to now, we are in the same spot from when they shut us down. Yep. Same seven-day average today than where we were the day they shut us down, which was the week before Thanksgiving. But good news. We aren't the problem. <laughs> he has said it twice now. <laughs> he has said it twice that the gyms but are not the problem. But you still can't open. <laughs> no. I, I mean, I understand, like, why sure. he has structured it the way that he has. Um, but don't give us know. that. It, it don't tell us something, right? I mean, like, you can read between the lines. The places that are open pay a certain thing to the state every four, you know, every three to four months that we don't pay. Yep. It makes sense that all of the industries that are shut down are the ones that don't pay that dollar amount. Small businesses aren't stupid. It's just, you know, when you say these things and whether they have meaning or anything, like we're not... When you say something, there should be something else to it, right? Like, gyms aren't a part of the problem, and this is what we're going to do. Or yeah, there should be some sort of solution. Right? Like, restaurants are a part of the problem. This, this is, is what we're yeah. going to do. Just don't list things, and then that's it. Yep. I agree with you. But, I mean, I don't get paid the big bucks, you know. I don't get paid Andrew Cuomo money. But I did see something on a uh, – uh, I saw it on a on – a, like, not a Channel 2 article, because then it would have really blown up. But I saw it on some leaked thing. Did you know that none of the doctors during this time were taking, like, overtime pay or, like, extra pay to do all this stuff? Yeah, like, they were I just getting paid that. their salaries. Yep. I did not. Yep. Nurses did. They got paid hazard pay and a lot of the techs and everything that's in the hospitals. But the doctors but not all specifically. No. But the doctors specifically did not take an increase in pay. You know what I found out the other day? Oh, no. What? Dr. Gail Bernstein, the executive director for the Erie County Health Department, made $150 extra thousand dollars in overtime pay since March. I'm going to edit this out, but I just flipped the table over. <laughs> $150 extra thousand dollars. On top of her, on top of her salary, that is probably close to three hundred, three hundred fifty thousand. Come on! And yet there are small business owners that I don't know. You could average it out to be anywhere between four to eight small business owners that could make up that difference. Absolutely. And then she also said that she's not giving it back or donating it at all. Damn. Yep. I saw it deep on the internet somewhere. Hey, she got her money. She's holding on to it. But it's like... That's a choice. And people like that are the ones that are telling me what I can and cannot do. Right. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, a little bit. But, oh well. Oh that's, well. That's the news for the week, everyone. Yeah, I feel like we've been starting these off with like <laughs> our political recap. We, we are... It's not like we're sour or anything, I promise. We are not. <laughs> we're like that's, sour patches. That's a lie. I am definitely fucking sour. <laughs> Well, we have our final edition of That's Awkward. <laughs> yes. Uh, we couldn't afford um, we couldn't afford uh, our special guest, so we'll keep it a secret of who it was. Yeah, because we'll we'll save up to, yeah, to get them on the... Yeah, we still have to pinch, uh, penny, penny pinch our, our savings piggy banks. I did just get my wellness card in the mail, and I know he accepts those, so maybe oh. I can use that. 
We could. Maybe we could bribe him with a session and be like, hey, like we're going to pay you for a session to be here. He's not even going to listen to this anyway. So no, he's not. Matter. He might be, and he might be laughing the whole time. He may. He, uh... Oh, by the way, speaking of episodes, we need to bring up what Rachel okay. Hassall. And I actually, speaking of that, I have a conversation that I can send to you that she just took a guess. I know. She, she. I wanted it to go on and marinate for a while. No, no, no. But she told me right away that she made it up. No. However, you believed it. I mean, you believed how much you mentioned makes this sense. thing. Like her algorithm that she used made sense. So yeah. I can't totally doubt it, but I'm not going to mention anything about it today. That's a lie. I will make sure that that happens. Okay. Well, my awkward story doesn't involve it. So <laughs> that's fine. My awkward story literally happened at 930 this morning. <laughs> I had a total different one planned that also was not related. Kind of. <laughs> but but this awkward story just happened to show up in my life this morning. So All right. Let's hear it. Okay. So as you all know by now, Jordan and I are expecting our first child in February. And due to the pandemic, we're doing a virtual baby shower. So we're doing that in January because, you know, we don't want to, you know, add to risk for ourselves or anyone else. So what people have been doing is they've been ordering gifts for us and just sending them to the house, which has been fun because it's like, ooh, <laughs> another package has arrived that, you know, we I didn't know expect. What this is from. So it's been really nice. So today I'm getting ready to go mail something at the post office and this giant rider moving truck pulls up in front of my house. I'm like, okay, I guess we're getting something else. So the guy knocks on the door and he's like, hi, I have a delivery. And I was like, oh, okay, great. And um, I'm like, what is it? <laughs> and he's like, oh, you didn't order it? And I'm like, well, no, like we've been getting things delivered. So it could be anything. He's like, well, <laughs> okay. So he's like, well, where do you want it? And I was like, I guess you can just put it. Now, our house is very small, especially like our entry area. And there was already like baby stuff everywhere. So I'm like, just put it like in the living room somewhere. Well, they come out with this pretty big, like, secretary desk. And we have a secretary desk already. Interesting. And it was it was big. It was nice. It was, it was beautiful. And I'm like, who the hell got us this? They're like, we don't need this. So they load it up. They, like, get the moving blanket off of it and everything. And the guy's like, okay, I just need you to sign for it. I'm like, okay. And I look at it. We, there's another Joseph Street in Tonawanda. I do know. It's right by the old gym. Yeah. Well, um, the girl that lives there ordered a secretary desk and it came here instead. Oh. Yes. So I looked at it. I'm like, that's not my name. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm really sorry. I'm like, it's nice, but it's not mine. And so he like calls his buddy back over and he's like, get the blanket. We got to wrap it back up. So they're like wrapping this thing back up in my living room and then they have to load it back onto the truck he's like this is your address though i'm like yeah but it's this is chictawaga that's tonawanda so the poor guys dang had to load it back up and i mean i was relieved because i had no idea where the hell i was gonna put it <laughs> but yes. 
but it was just like it was awkward i mean you know i feel like right now all delivery service people are just <laughs> losing their minds absolutely like you had that happen to you today like i've been seeing on instagram like stacy and meg have also had issues yeah, with I their saw packages Stacey's been waiting for her like spd stuff right Meg got her spd stuff delivered to the wrong house and the guy apparently accepted it opened it and never <laughs> gave it back so now they have no idea like, oh no yeah. i mean he must know something about powerlifting if he saw it and he's like yep i'm gonna hold on to this right and i don't know if it got delivered to niagara county or erie county like i don't know if it got delivered to brian's house or meg's house i don't know where she you know uh -huh. has been getting her packages because of you know the stay-at-home stay-at-home stuff and the right. kids. but yeah yeah i mean it's i feel bad because like they are probably getting so much flack from everyone absolutely and at least you were nice about it, but I can imagine some people some people would be assholes would about it. Not be very nice about yeah. it. Well, that's the thing. Be nice to your delivery people right now. Yeah, they're trying I mean, their best. They're trying, and it's sometimes not even their fault. Like, yeah, they're just the you know the, they're going to receive the brunt of it, but mm -hmm. they're not the ones that fucked up. Typically. I mean, in this case, this case they were the yeah. ones that fucked and up. And he even said it. He's like. I should have looked at the name before we did this. And I'm like, yeah, maybe for next time. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You should probably start doing that often. Now it just begs me to wonder like how long has he been doing this for? Like how many times has this been a thing for him? I don't honestly, he seemed like he wasn't a pro at it. Okay. So the poor guy, I felt bad. What is that thing that you go to after high school? College. Yeah, college. You asshole! You just wanted me to say it once during this whole. I was podcast. just saying he, you know, he he probably chose a different way of life and didn't want to go to college or anything. Which Not you saying, don't have to do. Which you don't have to do, but clearly he didn't go to Brockport and get a high education, right? What are they? What is it called? I'm not falling for this. Talons up. Yeah. <laughs> I can say yeah. Yeah, totally. Right now, everyone's horns up for UB because horns up top twenty five. Football's killing it. You know, it is interesting though. Like, I would like to see in a full year where UB actually stands up. Yeah, I mean, they have BYU and Coastal Carolina in the top ten. I mean, like, it's definitely a downer year. More props to UB, but I would like. I mean, clearly, There's the still, guy ran for four hundred yeah. yards on thirty something carries. It's still like, very impressive. He is insane. Like Jarrett Patterson is, you know, being mentioned for Heisman stuff, you know, with Trevor Lawrence, who is clearly going to be a top five pick. <laughs> Who's probably uh, going to go to the Jets. <laughs> if I was, okay, real talk. If I was Trevor Lawrence, I would take my chances and play another year at Clemson. I honestly agree with you. The Jets are a mess. Yeah. Like, you don't want to go there. You do not want to go there at I all. I feel bad for, Jordan and I were having this conversation. Like, I like Sam Darnold. I feel bad I for too. the guy. He is clearly in a situation where he is not going to thrive at all. Not at all. So. So, Ellie, if you're listening, J-E-T-S. Suck, 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 suck. suck. Yep. <laughs> Man, the Jets are just trash. They've been trash ever since Mark Sanchez left. I mean, let's be honest. Like, they went through Geno Smith. Oh, my God. I forgot. Sam like, Darnold. And then a bunch of other players that probably don't play in the league. Joe Flacco for a little bit of yeah, time. Yeah, he was there for a little bit. I mean, 
the team is just trash. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but if I was Trevor Lawrence, I would not no. come out at all. No, you unless don't go you there. knew that they were not going to take you, and it was in writing and notarized, and like you could sue them if they took you. Pull an Eli Manning, like I'm not playing for this team, and just get traded. <laughs> like pull an Eli Manning, Trevor Lawrence, if you're going to come out. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. I mean, it's just terrible. Also, yeah, in, in sports news, Stephen Hauschka. I know. Retired. He, yeah. What a good Sad. guy. He was a good guy. I remember we guy. met him at the Stillwater dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was great. Weird. I mean, kickers have to be weird, I guess. A little awkward, but yeah, he was super nice. Super nice. So, yeah, I'm happy for him that he he was able to retire and honored Buffalo a little bit. Yeah, and... yeah it was. I saw his pictures. I mean, he won you know, two Super Bowls with the Seahawks. He's fine. I mean, <laughs> he, d- he did what he needed yeah, to I do. Yeah, I mean, I think you can accomplish mostly everything except maybe winning an award, you know, for, for kicking. But yeah, in and this day and age, when, when you're an older kicker, you have to be so consistent, like, for everything. Your field goals and under 50-yard kicks have to be within, like, 93 and higher in order for you to have a job still. Because there's so many young kids that I mean, are coming out that are kicking 60-plus bombs. Yeah, he was going against Tyler Bass, who's just... I mean, he's a rookie, missed a couple of kicks early in his uh, in the in the season, but like he's doing really well. Yeah. But, I mean, the mindset is just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have a kicker, like Robbie Gold last night, I mean, he's made 35 out of 36 field goals on the yeah. season. Like, that's insane. It's pretty impressive. And he's yeah, in his higher 30s, so... Man, whoever like whoever that. had Darren Waller in fantasy this week, they must have had a great week. <laughs> was that was that Maggie? Just <laughs> <laughs> say the fantasy football gods yeah. turned their karma around. Yeah, I, I was clearly atheist this season <laughs> because uh, I had no gods on my side. <laughs> my season was fucking trash. I mean, it is what it is, but that's awkward because I legitimately <laughs> traded my whole team away twice. Almost made the playoffs, uh, but. Um, the guy that I was playing against the one week had uh, that 200-yard Tyree Kill. Yes. Dumb shit. He also had Austin Eckler. That was last week. Yeah. Yeah. That knocked me out of the playoffs. And I needed to – only I needed to do – the only thing I needed to do this week was win. And, and what did you not do? I did not win. <laughs> Herbert decided it was a great idea to look like a rookie. Of all the weeks he wanted to look like a rookie, he picked – the week I really needed him. Clyde Edward Hilaire apparently didn't play, even though he was listed as healthy. Yeah, he was pretty quiet during the game. He got zero, zero points. Zero points. Damn. Justin Herbert got .5 in my league. <laughs> and Clyde, Clyde the Glide got fucking zero. <laughs> Between guys that average about 40 points a fucking game, this fucking guy's got zero. Well... You unless CD Lamb, it. unless CD Lamb tonight goes off for forty-five, I'm going to lose. You're gonna lose. Yeah, he's not getting forty-five. Ugh, whatever. Anyways. All right, give me your awkward story in like less than. We gotta give Carly a time frame for awkward well, stories now, so that future Marge editing doesn't pull all of her hair. Out. All right. So this time around, I don't have a necessary story, but I'm gonna just bring up some like really bad moments that have to do with poop great can't wait so i have ibs and no it does not define me (laughs) um (laughs) 
sorry. It is not who I am. My, my condition does not define me at all. I can work through the pain and the hardship and everything. I just fucking wake up an hour before I have to leave the house because in just in case, you know, you decide to sit on the toilet for an hour, you have to prep, okay? But I work through my condition. I, I am a survivor. Um, I, I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm feeling extra sassy. I apologize. We're both kind of in a, a um, sassy mood today. So, uh, I have two, I have three bad poop stories. I'll keep them brief. The first one is when I shit my pants. Which time? The one time that was the most notable. <laughs> um,. So, all right. So it was after a concert. 30 seconds okay. go. I was after a concert. <laughs> and every time I die concert, I dropped everyone off. And I was driving down Niagara Street. And I stopped at two places to try to poop. And they were both closed. And now oh, I'm no. clenching it. And I actually went to go shit in the dumpster behind a Tim Hortons. Sorry, Maggie. Behind a Tim <laughs> Why Hortons. Why are you saying sorry to me? Because you worked there. So <laughs> I've seen there. much worse things go on behind that dumpster. <laughs> That's true. And... Then a cop rolled in, so I like acted like nothing was going on, and I just pulled up my pants, and I couldn't make it to the Niagara <laughs> Street tops. <laughs> and as I got out of my car, it just... <laughs> <laughs> I did not have an extra pair of pants, and I legitimately had to walk into the tops with shit running down my leg. Oh, And it no. was not dry. <laughs> and they were khakis. They were my favorite pair of pants. Yeah. Anyways, so that was story shit shit story number one. Got it. Number the fact two. that there's more shit stories is number two. I I had number a... two of the number twos. <laughs> the last one is the funniest one by far, and I I don't know who I've told this story to, but it was hilarious. Um, the second one was I shit the bed. Literally, I shit the bed. Oh, I've heard the story. And I had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream that I was going to the bathroom and a fart came up. And you know how sometimes like when you're dreaming and it's like actual reality? Yeah. Yeah, that happened. But you, it wasn't You overtrusted a fart? I definitely overtrusted a fart. And all of this happened like at like 5:30 in the morning as I'm getting like I have to get up to go to work. And Leah had no idea. <gasps> Leah you left didn't... her in the poo bed? No, she had no idea anything happened. Oh. I cleaned all that fucking shit up, like, legitimately. <laughs> and she had no idea. Unless I told her, she had no idea. Like, I fucking, fucking tidied that shit. I sprayed she the fucking down. She might be just being polite and letting you think you no, got away with it. No, because I told the story later, and she didn't know when I was telling her. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, I'm pretty good with that stuff. Not that I should, you know, be good at that. Yeah. All right. So the last one, it's a little bit longer of a story, and I'm going to try to keep it as short as possible. Great. It was a Friday, so I was golfing. I was smoking weed. And no one was home. This was, like, in the in-between time of when I was – I moved out of my ex-girlfriend's house and moved back home, started the gym. So I was, like, half living at home, half living at the gym. And – um uh, I was this. I went home usually on the weekends because I didn't have to go in super early, and uh, so it's Friday night, 
I was with my guys. We were smoking weed. I had a ton. I didn't have a lot. I didn't have any water. And I ate a ton of sunflower seeds. And, like, you eat a couple of shells. Like, <laughs> you eat a couple of shells. I will, I'm just wondering where this is going to go. You eat a couple of shells and you're just like, oh, shit. Like, you know, sometimes you can feel it. Like, <laughs> and so the in the min, and then I went home and continuously smoked more weed. Um, played video games and... The first, it was like around 9 p.m. was the first time I went to the bathroom. It was pure water. I was like, oh, shit, this isn't good. (laughs) Second time I went to the bathroom, and it was all like just fumes. There was like nothing left in my body. It was just like. Yeah, literally like like you're parched for air water. Um, And then I went to bed, and I was like, I don't feel good. And then 2 in the morning, I go to the bathroom. And you can feel like a fucking barbed wire coming out of your asshole. <laughs> like it was, and this is probably where my disorder, you know, started defining who I was. Um, and I, <laughs> I pushed and nothing came out. It was just so, it hurt so bad, so fucking bad. And, I was like, all right, go sleep it off. Go sleep it off. Drink some water. I drank some water. just ran right through me. And, and it was like 2.30. And I was like, this fucker's coming out now. The beaver dam wasn't moving. It was going to happen. Now, granted, no one was home. My sister wasn't home. She was probably out somewhere. And then my mom, I think, was at like one of these trips that she used to do correcting like AP Spanish exams. Oh, nice. So no one was home. It was just me. And I for I could feel it, and it was like so painful because it wasn't small. It was like a fucking wad that, like, again, had no water, no substance, no nothing. I didn't eat. I it didn't have a, a lot of water. Wad. So it was like a fucking sharp barbed wire ball coming out of your asshole. <laughs> and I just it like I felt like I was literally, and I know this is like not relevant and not accurate, but I literally felt like a woman giving birth. Yeah. Like I was pushing with all of my might. I have never braced so hard in my life on any squat than I did now. And it, I was like, this fucker's coming out. And I like kept pepping myself up. I was holding the sides of the walls and I was like, it's coming out. I did the last one. It was like the most forceful effort I gave. And it was like a fucking torpedo. It was like, foop! And it was like, it was like fucking Hiroshima. And boom! And all the water comes up. But it gets worse. I stood up because I was in so much pain. I was like, ooh! And I passed out. I passed the fuck out. I was like grabbing on to everything stumbling <laughs> in my house. And all I see is like, I need water. So I get to the sink. I get to the sink. And I like just hover over the sink to try to get water. And I cracked my glasses. And I hit myself on the <laughs> on the eyelid. I still have the cracked glasses. I will post them later once we post about this. Great. We'll put it on our Instagram. And I Passed out, butt-ass naked, no wiped ass, face down on the floor until about 9 in the morning. 
tears. I legit, that was one of the funniest slash scariest moment of my life. That is the fun. I feel like I've heard this story. It was pure sunflowers, kernel shells. Like, like it was disgusting. When I woke up, it's clearly I didn't flush. When I, because it was like a rocket. I literally was pushing and then it like bursted me up. And then I literally passed out. But apparently it's a thing to pass out when you shit. If you look it up, it has a name. Well, I could imagine. It was an epic story. This is why but, women are superior because they can birth a child and be fine. At least it wasn't a barbed wire child. Ugh. We won't again, get I've into never, that conversation. I, I, again, I've never done it. So, but no, no women. What they women? What women have to go through is way more intense. That is than hysterical. But yeah, so those are my three worst poop stories, most awkward poop stories I've ever had. I have one more that involves both of us. Oh God. Okay. It's like our joint awkward story. All right. So, Carly and I took a road trip out to Syracuse because he was coaching some athletes in a bodybuilding competition. And so we went to the morning. Oh, judging, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pre-judging. And we're like, oh, we've got like the day. Like, what are we going to do? And we're like, let's go see Syracuse University. We're right here. So we decide to, like, we were literally minutes from the college. Like, yeah. we looked it up and we're like, yep. oh, shit, we're right there. So at the time, Carly drove a Tiguan. And we, like, load up. And we're driving around campus and we like, we're like, well, we want to see something. Like we wanted to see the athletics facility yeah. um, with the big one. We got to see the weight room, which was sick. Yeah, it was because they had glass windows. Yeah. So we were it. like pretty sick. peering from the windows, but we wanted to see the dome. So we go in this entrance and Carly decides to drive up this hill. I'm like, this is like a really <laughs> narrow road. And we're, we're, we're driving and this like kid is walking towards us and this kid gets out of the way and we pass these construction workers looking at us like, what the hell are these two doing? <laughs> and we get to the top and there's, it just like the road stopped. It was just a sidewalk. And we, we asked this girl like walking towards us. We're like, are we supposed to be driving on this? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we literally scaled a sidewalk in the middle of Syracuse University. Mm-hmm. So then Carly had to maneuver himself around to get back down. Yep. I'm surprised we didn't get in trouble. <clears throat> yeah. Luckily, it was a weekend. And so you no had to poop. Really so that's what reminded me. Yeah, I mean, me having to poop, I feel like one of those commercials, like, everyone's waiting, having a good time, and they're like, oh, where's Carly? Oh, he's probably in the bathroom. Take this pill. It's going to help with your colitis or your IBS. Yeah, well, I feel like I'm a walking advertisement for those things. You're a walking advertisement for a lot of stuff. Yeah, that is true. So, all true. right. Um, I know in your email, I had forwarded you a couple of our submissions. Like, oh, we did. Yes. Okay. And then I've got one off of our Instagram. So I'll let you read one. I'll read the one off our Instagram, which is hella awkward. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then you can end on, on our final one. All right, this is about fast food shaming. I forced McDonald's employees to give me a salad I never even ordered. I was was arguing with my mom, and she was on my last nerve, so I literally forgot that we what we ordered. 
When I got to the window of the drive-thru, did not see a salad in the bag and started bitching. Where is my salad? They gave me a salad that I never ordered. I felt bad, but I ate it. (laughs) So pretty much, I guess like if you just bitch hard enough and you become a Karen and even though you didn't order something, if they don't want to look into it, they'll probably give you what you want. It's the power of the Karen. It is the power of the Karen. Well, also what Karen, what makes Karen Karen. Yeah. And it was a salad, which is even funnier because that would be Which is even funny. At a fast food place. Yeah. Like, little to no people actually, like, order. Okay, McDonald's salads, though, are kind of good. Kind of. In a pinch. Okay. Chick-fil-A salads are better. All right, well. Uh, I don't usually order salads at fast food places. I'm not going to lie. Never mind. (laughs) All right. So this one is, I have a great submission you guys for an awkward story you haven't heard this one yet so when i was a young lad teenager my sister informed me of a secret that changed my life forever my sister is nosy af and found this drawer in my dad's dresser that held very uncomfortable information my dad had a porn drawer at the bottom shelf of his dresser she said it had dozens of pornos and they were all from the 70s to the 90s oh my god yeah The bushes on all the males Uh, and females. She said it was hysterical and disturbing. (laughs) So me also being nosy AF took a gander at it with one of my pals. This drawer had an insane amount of pornos and he even had cut out a part of our shag carpeting that was in our basement. It was a puke green color. So it made the whole drawer even more disturbing. (laughs) Me and my friend were laughing at the names of these videos. Oh God. Like, mustache ride, 73. (laughs) And, of course, started watching them. (laughs) Videos spread all over the bed, TV blasting, hysterically laughing. Then the world flipped when I heard a doorknob twist and in pops my father. (laughs) (laughs) Face red and full of embarrassment, he yelled, What the fuck, Casey? Spoiler alert, that's who sent this. (laughs) I said, Shelby told me to look at it. She made me do it. My dad was so mortified, as I, as was I, that we couldn't look at each other straight in the eyes for weeks. We never spoke about it again till this day. So I'm not sure that if it's consi- that's considered father-daughter bonding time, but it was an epic, awkward moment in my life. How old was she? I don't know. She didn't say. We'll have to ask her. I mean... Casey, how old were you? How... <laughs> I'm going to assume she was between the ages of probably 9 to 15 or 16. I mean, she had to be at least an early teenager because she knew, like, what porn was. Yeah, but did we know what porn was at 9 or 10? Not at 9 or 10. That's why I'm saying early teenager. I'm trying to think if, like, the kids that come to the gym that are that age would know what porn is. Well, things are different now. True. I'm also trying to think of myself because I hold. You I are an out. anomaly and should not be held as an example <laughs> in any scenario. I'm trying to think. I I held. I hung out, I hung out with like my Maryvale cousins and like those. Were oh, the, the Maryvale cousins. Those were the bad kids. <laughs> so I got to watch The Simpsons, South Park, porn, like played video, violent video games, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, all the dumb shit that like kids wanted to do sure when i always went to my cousins i was able to do them and 
So I'm trying to think of what age like we discovered these things. Oh, I feel God. like Casey probably was a teenager. I feel like middle school is probably the age that that would like be super awkward. Which again is early teenagers. Yeah, 12, 13, 14. Yep. Casey, Ugh. let us know. 70s. Oh my God, 70s porn. Mustache ride, 73. That was when Ron Jeremy had like gross his heyday. We don't talk about him on this channel because he's a piece of shit. Why? What happened? Do you know how many times he's been accused of like sexual assault? Like they've found him guilty. I did not know that. Look it up. I'd rather not have those SEOs on my phone. Yeah. Like uh, he's there's multiple multiple accounts of like rape, sexual assault. Well, that just took a sour moment. Yeah. I did not know that about the king. We don't we don't vibe with Ron Jeremy in this house. He's like the Elvis Presley of porn. Well, he's a piece of shit. Well, he clearly. <laughs> I mean, any child molester is a piece of shit, and a rapist is a piece of shit. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So, Sad. all right, what's your final awkward story? You've got another one I sent to you. Oh, no, never mind. No, I, you didn't. It's my turn to read. I was going to say, you didn't send me another my one. I dad, just said that that's one. awkward. That's awkward and Marge <laughs> fucked up. Maggie, who was right? Um, Technically, there was no right or wrong in this scenario. Uh, I just messed up. Okay. So, technically, you were wrong. Technically, there was no issue. All right. Technically, where'd you go to college? The story is called Awkward Moment. <laughs> I attempted to do a strongman workout at Iron and Stone, and one of the workouts was axle clean and jerks. I didn't know how much weight was on the bar because they just kept loading it and going. It came to my turn, and one, I'm pretty new to it all at this point, and two, I just learned five minutes prior to the event how to axle clean. On my last attempt, I cleaned the bar up, and I don't know what happened but the weight must have hit me just right to where I peed my pants on the platform. People told me I became a real lifter that day. I was embarrassed, but people did their best to make it not a big deal. But I will never forget that moment. And I have to side with the people on this one that that is very normal. That's normal. You are not you are not cool I unless think... you pee your pants. <laughs> Thank you, Maggie Madison. <laughs> um, I think... Everyone feels super awkward when they do it for the first time Absolutely. because it's weird, right? Like, yeah. you are publicly peeing in front of people. Yep. Is it wrong? No, absolutely not. Please do not ever think that peeing is wrong on the platform, especially when you're exerting that much energy. And especially and when you're a female. Absolutely. Um, you can do stuff to counteract that if you don't like that that's happening. And yes. it's just good for hip health for females and for males. Um, so please don't ever feel awkward that it happens. Yep. It's natural, especially if you're on a weight cut. It's even more prevalent when you're on a weight cut. Um, or if you've had children yeah. or you know any sort of... But if you do feel like it's something that you would rather not do, yeah. like there are physical therapy exercises that work on a lot of those muscles that can contract that a little bit better, or can help that a little bit more yeah there's actually pelvic floor <coughs> physical therapists that that's yep. their specialty in fact one of them um local to buffalo is her instagram name is equal standing and she posts tons of great content about that so if you're a lifter um you definitely want to check her out to maybe grab some of those things as a part of your routine yep yeah but don't feel i mean it sure it feels awkward, right? Because you have you just peach pants. Yeah, wet fucking pants and undies and yoga pants and shorts, like in front of everyone. But 
it's a natural occurrence, and I could see why people feel awkward the first time, especially if they've never seen anyone else do it before. Yeah. And if you are a new lifter to a competition and you're nervous about that, ask one of the other other lifters, and they will give you a pee pad <laughs> because all of the girls carry them. Yeah. Pee pads are a real thing. Very much a real thing. It's just a part of lifter gear at this point. Absolutely. Which, like Carly said, it's not necessarily should be normal, but it's not wrong either it's not wrong uh but there is things that you can do to protect your hip health yep yep so see we ended on not an awkward note but on a a nice guiding note yeah yeah they call us tour guides tour guides yeah to go to the bathroom well i know anytime i go with you anywhere i'll know where the bathroom is facts facts and i'll never let you bring sunflower seeds on a trip (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have then since not ate many shells. Yeah, I was going to ask, how many sunflower seeds have you had since then? A lot. Oh, but okay. I also make sure I hydrate every single time that Good. I'm out. Good. Lesson learned. And, uh, and I you're also not baked out of your mind? Well, no, that's still a thing. But um, I make sure that like uh, I'm more conscious of not eating the entire shell. Good. Ever since that point. I used to like eating the shell because like. That's where all the salt is. Yeah, and you can usually suck on them, like mm-hmm. you know, and then spit them out. But it's in, in the fucking... Gatorade bottle, uh, if you're indoors, if you're outdoors, I'm spitting <laughs> yeah. this shit on the ground. <laughs> um, but no, I, I've become more conscious of how uh, how I eat my sunflower seeds because I do not want to have that experience again. <laughs> That's the day that Carly was reborn. <laughs> it was. I'll never forget. I literally have. I'm gonna post a picture and i'm gonna tag the carol and marge show and i have to find the broken the glasses. glasses yeah they're at the house so i have them yeah and i they hope it's are... not a picture of the the seed bomb no, no. what <laughs> i woke up the next day and was mortified <laughs> like my ass was still like it was chafed because i didn't wipe it sure. overnight i'm laying flat on a concrete <laughs> not a concrete a, a tile floor like fuck that yeah uh, anyways well, we hope you enjoyed this fun little series because yes. I did. I think it helped bring a little humor to the stress that's been these past few weeks. Um, Facts. Yeah. But we've got some cool ideas coming up for some other series that that we hope you will like. So yeah. um, if you guys have anything that you want to hear us talk about, shoot it our way. You know, we're happy to... Someone suggested um, worst songs that you've heard people listen to while they work out slash during video analysis. Black by Pearl Jam. <laughs> Hands down. Worst song. Okay. All right. Well, that was aggressive. <laughs> I guess we don't need an episode on that. Hate that song. I love Pearl Jam. I hate that song. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to answer that right now. Black by Pearl Jam. Don't play it around me. I get real angry. Uh, yeah. Anything that I usually just have the music down all the way when I watch the videos. <laughs> Because I don't want to judge people on their music. Yeah. Um, but speaking of music, uh, ah. shout out to Every Time I Die that just came out with two new songs. And they're awesome. awesome. Yeah, they're great. Uh, good to see them back doing things. Support your local bands. Yeah. Um, support local everything. Not just bands, but... Um, but those guys are awesome. Everyone is going through stuff, so support your own, your homebred people. Speaking of Every Time I Die, actually, um, before we leave this, so... I was, my sister-in-law is a doula and I'll, long story short, what her role is in all of this is she's helping kind of get me ready for having a baby. 
and we were going through the whole plan. And she's like, do you want music? And I, in the hospital, and I said, yeah. I said, but I want every time I die. <laughs> because that's, like, when I do work, I listen to, to them. That's how I focus. Because it's just, like, it's upbeat, so it keeps me, like, engaged in what I'm doing. And, like, generally it just keeps pushing me forward. So I'm like, if I'm going to be doing some labor, <laughs> I want every time I die blasting in the there hospital. So if you, if you're in the hospital in February and you hear it, yeah, I might be there. Don't be alarmed. <laughs> it's just me. It's just Maggie. The nurses and the doctors are gonna be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, congrats, guys. Those songs are great. Yes, they are. So, all right, Carol, what's your advice this week? Be kind. You're starting with that and then ending with that. Yep. Nice full circle. Just be kind to people. Can't stress it enough. I like it. And you're you're going into the holiday season. Everyone has had a tough year. I don't care who you are or what you do or essential, non-essential, working from home. Everyone has had a tough year. Yep. Um, and uh, the last thing you want to do is just be a dick. And, yeah. Um, you know, and that, that goes to anyone or anything. Like, just Don't be a dick. Be kind to those that you don't know their story. You don't know what kind of day they've had. Like, you can't everyone's going through different stuff. So even if it's like a cashier that you're not happy with, um, an in-law you're not happy with, someone just talks to you a certain way, just be kind. We're all going through stuff. Like, it's not worth it. Yeah, I like it. I I can't top that, so I'll I'll just agree with you. All right, you All right, thanks guys for listening. We'll see you on the next one. See ya. See ya.